Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Karibu, karibu sana. Sana, santi sana. Tuko ready leo. Naona tuko wewe. Hey, watu hapa wamekuja na fujo. Wameitana vile inafaa. Is this this amazing? Introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. Who is Alex? What does Alex do? Yeah, just a, a bit of a brief kidogo tuko wale ambao hajakupata before and uh, yeah, huni deep state wa huku ndani. <laughs> okay, so um I'm Alex Mwanzo. Um I'm a car guy, not a mechanic. I'm just a car guy. Uh mimi upenda tu kufungua fungua vitu na kuzifunga. Half of the time they work, half of the time they don't. But by me making mistakes, it's whereby I'm sort of you guys like, hey, this is wrong, this is right, uh, this is a way of thinking. Uh, by profession, uh, I'm an engineer. Uh, I make electric vehicles. Uh, I'm part of the design team bus, the first electric vehicles in the um, in Africa. So I was part of the, the first guys who did that. So currently, I just consult there. Uh, so I just play around with cars. Uh, yeah, mostly that's it. So more often than not, you'd find Nasemanga. Hey, it's a weekend. Cars are outside my place. So normally, what happens is uh, friends, guys from Twitter, guys from school, guys from work, colleagues, and whatnot. Okay, on small small issues, they usually come to my house. Uh, we work on the cars for moja. Uh, they actually don't. They usually don't pay anything. So you come if this part we want I have some mechanical knowledge so more often than not at top here so the whole point of guys coming in to my house during the weekend is one we network we vibe and um, we sort of get to uh, fix a car and for people to actually understand their vehicles right so that's the point actually guys come into my house on the weekend so more than not issue can you fix it for me more often than not the answer is no I'm not a mechanic because Uh, I have an H25 I have bosses which not actually car related right I need to do designs and stuff so more than not cars usually happens on weekends and journey I hope that's a good um... awesome 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 thank you thank you thank you so much um uh, I'll just quickly jump on to car advice car advice what's up Karibu, the guys are here now. You can actually tell us what really car advice does. Just give us a brief intro as we get onto the topic. Yeah, car advice, if you can hear me. Car advice, uh, as car advice gets ready, Alasiri, welcome. Welcome, Alasiri. Talk to us. How are you? I'm fine, sir. I'm fine, sir. It's been a busy day. Yeah um so basically uh, my handle is called Alasiri Motors I sell vehicles in Mombasa I'm also an insurance expert uh, I have a diploma and a degree in insurance one from uh, India and uh, the diploma from uh, insurance institute ya yeah, Aki So my work basically is to sell cars and I've dived into insurance so if you have any questions concerning insurance I'm your guy. I'll be here today. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much Alasiri. Karibu, karibu sana. Mutai, welcome. Finally we have you on the space. Welcome, welcome Mutai. Um uh, TDI, karibu sana watu wa Finland. Just give us a few words here and there. 
Yes, Mutai, Kiribu. It's okay. My name is Gideon Mutai. I'm a car guy. Um, Mutai, I think we, we're losing you to Dogo. Speaker, I'm losing or something. Yeah, Odia can Yeah, yeah. Oh, time to Yes. Um, I work at 85, but uh, I don't know how you keep up with Awesome, and, uh, awesome. It's okay, it's okay. Watch out to put your time, I'm sure you'll have settled by as we pick by. So, yo, welcome, Sana. Uh, TDI, TDI, Karibu. Karibu, Karibu, Sana, TDI. Yes, yes. Um, thank you, thank you, Bob. Um, Barisagioni. Uh, by the way, I just noticed that um, our clock changed yesterday. So um, to the to the Numa one hour. So at the moment it's um, six p.m. here. <laughs> uh, I was not yeah, because of that. But yeah, um, yeah, I am here. I am. Uh, Nimeshkuru. Uh, I'm in Finland and. Uh, um currently yeah with Skoda Auto. So we fix cars, we sell cars, but basically my main my main um side is fixing and um troubleshooting. So I have to say my mechanical side. So um I'm in a dealership but yeah that's that's much of me and um I, I, I do my cars too or sometimes I source uh some cars which are in bad shape just fix it and uh, try to make a buck out of it that's that's me thank you awesome awesome karibu sana so ruto i see your back at least just give us a few uh, words uh, i hope it's now okay come on natuskia ruto talk to us wakili if you can hear me wakili yes i okay. can hear you very well bob Karibu Akili, Karibu. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can yes, hear you. I have seen that the, the group already has over 100 people. Uh, the space has over, I think, almost 120 people. This is awesome. Uh, my name no is Ruto Tarus. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a lawyer by profession. I handle corporate law. I'm not a litigation lawyer. And that is my daily bread for now. And I do a lot of travel. Uh, I've been to quite a number of places in this country, off-road, off the beaten path, to some pretty remote places. Uh, so uh, I know a bit about uh, traveling, about equipping your vehicle to tackle uh, remote travel and to go and come back and that this is the reason why I'm actually in this group to compare notes here from guys and uh, share experiences and gain knowledge and help guys uh, 
if I can. Awesome, awesome. Karibu sana wakili. Um eh so, so, so um we'll be having the conversation about the trips and how to get ready and uh, I know that's where wewe na mutai this is where you guys fall under and uh, you're going to be giving us more insight in the same so karibuni sana um just allow me guys to uh, quickly quickly just give a shout out to the guys that are already joined in we have brother from another mana mother we have Rutune Motors Esna watu uh, Jimni Karaoke we have the dealer we have Kabarax finest Karibuni sana MPG Auto just request for the mic king hysteria karibuni sana these are just some of the few guys when you're join up and uh, a lot a lot i see we have so many guys so karibuni sana we'll be starting to have the conversation very soon so um uh, today the conversation kama umeona poster na kama umepatana nayo the conversation is literally about tires rims and wheels so um alex uh, this one actually goes to you and everyone else who is in this uh Uh, a platform and uh, the question is about tires or rather, rather wheels and rims what's the difference between these two things wheels and rims tdi alex let's hear what's the difference between these two things because it's a very common thing unasikianga mtu anasema rims na wheels let's just start from there alex um tdi you want to start <laughs> okay uh, uh, let me go um well if you are, we are talking about the wheel um the wheel uh, comprises of the tire and the rim so um when you are talking about the rim it's just the metallic part huh? the metallic part that holds the rubber you know there's the rubber the tire rubber and then there is a metal the rim and rims comes in um th- there is the the steel steel uh and then there is the um aluminum uh, uh, uh most people what do you call them i'm i'm, I'm losing it you know so anyway um so the shiny ones <laughs> the alloys yeah alloys and then the black ones uh on the old version Uh, made of steel so those are rims but then uh for for the whole thing to be complete to fit to be fitted in a cart and to be used to make a wheel you need the rubber so the tire so tire plus rim makes a wheel all right but um most people can refer to tire as the whole thing the complete thing so tire and wheels can be used um those words can be used interchangeably uh, i think uh, that's to my understanding okay so tires and the rim make the wheel turbo do you agree or are we having a different perspective yes so um depending from your thought it's if whatever today has said is true so in ezakua when we say i have 28 so here's the thing the part that holds um the part that holds the tire that's the rim the round part right but ile part yenye inafungwa kwa kwa hub whatever unaeka manini that's the wheel so ukisikia like i have uh, 26 inches and what not wasiuzi tumia vibaya but now because uh, because we want information to like it makes sense normally you can say 
the wheel is a tire plus a rim right or and a rim is the only the metallic part so just like um today i said so rims come in many different um forms uh the form normally na kwanga what um, what form factor is text like imundo na nini so when you're talking about steel rims this is what you'd find in your land cruisers land rovers and and things like that the old versions this were like you could bear minimum functional things seek to a look they actually ugly but they function really well and then now we can go to alloy alloy is a mixture of inaza you know, aluminum and steel so size in the unambio alloy rims so you can like it's you're able to make designs out of it yeah Sorry, your, your audio is bad. Uh, the metallic part that holds the rubber. Yeah. How about that audio? Yeah, that's fine. Audio is okay? Yeah. So um, I'm saying the metallic part that holds the rubber is what you've called the rim and the wheel is what you hold on the hub, but it's it's uh, it all depends on how you look at it. So um, uh, this is actually now going back to that conversation of uh, the sizes and you you have uh, done a very good explanation or rather just kugusia kidogo but before we get into the sizes can we actually talk about the types of the rims we have and uh, uh, do they really have an influence on the car itself do they really go by car ama you'll find them across board uh, mpg I'll be coming to you actually after this karibu sana mpg So um l- just tell us about this uh the, the types of rims you'll find or the types of wheels you'll find and do they just cut across unaweza type yoyote kwa gari yoyote Okay so w- when it comes to rims kuna kuangana kitu inaitwa PCD that uh, I don't know the exact well I know the name but imesahau so PCD is the amount of holes that you have so you'd find kuna magari ziko na so you can say same for by 100 right So that's your one your rim is gonna four studs and you ningia kwa kwa gari right so wakati unafungua mguu kuchange utafungua nne right and then you'd find some cars have 4 by 112 these are pigeons and and things like that so that's the spacing from katikati ya the hub to where the where the now the stud goes into so the 4 by 100 unapata it's sort of a square design and then 4 by 112 we still have four bolts but the 4 by 112 haizi fit kwa 4 by 100 i really wish to get on a video so that i explain it better but now there's also 5 by 100 so the wheel ikona 5 nuts kuna 5 by 120 so it 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 actually depends on one the manufacturer so you'd find like Volkswagen i think they use 5 by 120 mpg can can i think at a, mpg can give a better information about this um benz also use i think 5 by 120 uh crowns use 5 by 120 so most toyotas especially the old ones itakuwa 4 by 100 or 5 by 100 so 5 immediately mona 5 unajua this has 5 ikona 5 lugs or utaika 5 bolts when you need to funga or fungua the, the, the wheel yeah i think you can give a better description about this because it's a bit more descriptive than you have to explain true true i was actually to call to mpg now mpg um karibu just uh, take us through this uh, 4 by 100 5 by 120 <laughs> what are these things what mini nizi eh wesh sa 
people have to <laughs> make, people have to make uh, pictures in their in their minds for them to understand. PCD uh, means pitch circle diameter. So pitch circle is you see your your wheel has holes where you put your studs through. Those holes form a circle. The, if if you plot a circle that goes through the center of all those holes, it will be a perfect circle and it will have a diameter. Remember, it's the holes of the studs. Their centers are, can be joined by a perfect circle, and that circle is a diameter. That is what they call the P. Uh, that is what is called a PCD. So if your car is a certain PCD, you cannot put in a rim that is another PCD. It's that simple. If your car is a five by one twelve, it means the, that diameter is 112 millimeters, the big circle that you're talking about. And along that diameter, we have five equally spaced holes for putting studs in. So if it is a bigger PCD, the, the, the holes form a bigger circle. Even those with four by something, they, if, if, you, if you look at the centers of the four circles, they are points on a bigger circle. So all of them are points on a circle and that's why it's called PCD. If your car is 5 by 112, if your car is 4 by 100, whatever the figure that is, you cannot fit a rim of any other PCD on your rim or on your car. Uh, when it comes, okay, is there a question? Um, are you, are you, are you, uh, when you say you cannot fit, uh, are there conditions where or situations where you can be allowed to fit that? I'm assuming you are in not, a situation where how next to do that? It's not, yeah, yeah, about, it's not be about being allowed, but physically the rim cannot fit. Ah, okay, because those, those studs form a circle that is out of diameter, it, it's a different diameter between the hub and the rim. Okay. Now it makes sense. So when you're, for example, when you're ordering a rim, I've, I've, I've been, uh, today I've been discussing ordering a rim with a customer who has ordered rims twice and they have not fit on his car. And it's, it's a very expensive affair when you bring in rims and they don't fit on your car and then you bring others. Because there, there, there are five specs for rims that you have to communicate very clearly when you're ordering. The most important is the PCD. Then people who are interested in aesthetics will talk about uh, offset. That is how much a wheel goes in or out of the wheel arch. The, 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 some cars you find, especially they put offset wheels and then the wheels are protruding outside of the car. So that is a different offset and you find others look like knock knees because the wheels are so much inside. That is what, what you call offset. Then there is width. Width is just how wide that tire is. Uh, and then the diameter of the tire. How you say mine is a 19, mine is a 17. Those are things that you need to know, especially if you're... Um, Tarbo, uh, kindly watch the commute, Kidogo. Please proceed, MPG. Especially if you're ordering rims uh, and your car is not there for fitment. You need to know those five specs. Uh, I don't know. It's funny that rims are some of the most complicated things to buy, especially if you're a choosy person, because there's so many things to consider. There's the technical things, there's there is looks, there's the material. Some people want lighter rims, some people want uh, more robust rims. Uh, there's the color that you, you want to choose, there's a spoke design. There's so many things to choose in rims that 
if you went to buy rims like online it's one of the most confusing things to buy actually more than performance parts wow wow okay uh thank you so much mpg for that insight sir kelvin um can i say something yes alas please do uh, can i just say something please yes alasiri alasiri okay uh, finally remind me later on yeah uh, i'd like to talk to guys about uh, your insurance and your tires eh? so just uh, remind me later on yeah? insurance and tires yeah exactly yeah thank you so much alasiri um i like to um just uh, take this moment to also uh, take note of sir kelvin karibu sana sir kelvin i hope now things are okay you can actually now take the floor uh, okay uh, yeah sure thank you thank you so much bob um maliniko it's quite a bit windy but you guys pardon me for that eh? uh thank you so much bob for the uh, setup um So our topic today majorly is tires rims and tires and uh we've had a uh, mpg metrombia for some insights on it and uh i don't know if saruni and uh, uh who is it uh saruni and uh, mutai do you have anything to add on that concerning rims and uh, offsets okay saruni Good evening guys sorry as a bit late to the the space um not quite sure what you guys have spoken about but as we go along I'll, uh, I'll listen and catch up but uh, at the moment nothing okay thank you so much for that uh johnson from uh, finland hello hello um i want to add that um there's something called the center ball center ball ni ile shimo iko pale katikati eh Apart from the five or, or the four uh, holes that where the lugs go into, uh, there is a bigger one, the center ball. So um, that one is also a point of uh, to consider. Uh, otherwise, um, they, they differ from car to car. But um, if your car is, for example, uh, let me say the Volkswagen, which has not all Volkswagen so even on the Volkswagen they differ but for example uh 5 times 112 uh on my car is 5 times 112 uh for the PCD and then the center ball is 57.1 so this 57.1 is millimeters um if that hole is bigger and i still have 112 uh my My, my tire will be a bit wobbly so there are some 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 um adapters plastic ones uh you see them uh being sold in tire shops so they are supposed to be used to correct that that uh, center ball so you can have um a rim which fits your car uh the studs uh the pcd is okay but the center ball is bigger So this is where you need those uh rubber rubber adapters but then uh it has to be the correct one as well so the rubber adapter has to fit in the rim and then the center ball has to be uh the one that fits your car so that uh the rim will sit properly there 
Yeah, I think um, uh, MPG Auto explained the rest quite clearly. Okay, thank you so much for that, Johnson. Uh, MPG had mentioned offset, and uh, according to offset, we have positive offset and negative offset. Um, MPG, could you clar- could you kindly uh, clarify both of that pos- positive offset and the negative offset? Uh, okay, when it comes to offset, the figures positive and negative actually mean uh, different from what you think at 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 at, uh, at first, because the bigger offset you have in terms of numbers, the bigger offset, fifty-one, for example is bigger than 25. So you would think that if you have 51, the wheel will go out of the car more. But it's actually the other way. The, the more offset you have, the, the, the more the wheel goes into, in towards the center of the car. The less offset you have, for example, if you have an offset of zero, just putting the rim on, the, on, your, on your hub, the rim itself will be a few millimeters or maybe even an inch outside of the, of the car body so the more the, the less the offset you have then the outer your, your wheels will seem to go so by uh, something else by definition the offset is the distance from if you take a wheel and uh, you don't look at it from the spoke side put it standing look at it from the end as if you are rolling it if you measure that width because that is the width of the rim from the center how from the center the offset is how far the hub go, the hub is offset from that center of the wheel for example a wheel with a with a with a offset of 0 means where the hub bolts onto the rim and the center of the of that rim are perfectly aligned that is the offset so negative offset that that key thing that key solid part where you bolt it onto the rim onto the hub goes inside pushing the tire out i don't know maybe <laughs> it's, it's so difficult to explain when somebody is not seeing it okay i think i can i can assist um assume them a um a plate right like sanya kawaida so when when the flat part that's the part that unaifunga kwa um kwa so unona that concave uh so that's what you call a negative offset i think that's what you're saying mpg yes the the more the more negative yes. it is the higher your yes. your brim of the plate will be yes because your plate becomes deeper so unonanga our our demio na starlet wanaika kimgukizima kimetoka nje which is actually really 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 wrong really wrong because you're you're messing you're messing with your suspension geometry and 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 stuff like that. So when you're going performance, unapata you're going almost like that 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 center of the rim, like you have half nani half inches, so such that you, your 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 suspension is good and your your rolling is good. But that's how when you put at at your center of gravity, but now you find. Uh, that like vile vile hiyo that trim in cheza 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 it's so wrong because there's a lot of sprung weight inside the wheel which is really dangerous okay thank you for that uh, I, i think for for wheels we need a video oh and and there's something there's something else i wanted to comment on before i forget this issue of wheels tires and rims 
it's it's just English semantics. Some some countries when you're buying rims, they call them wheels. Some countries yeah. when you're buying uh, okay tires, I think is universal. But I've seen the term wheel being used for rim, and in some places when you combine the rim and the tire, that's what they call a complete wheel. So it's I, I would say it's just semantics. Just uh, use use the term whichever you want, cause <laughs> yeah, they are used interchangeably. Yes. Um, uh, so the other thing actually MPG hasn't hasn't mentioned is when you're buying performance, I think MPG India Mekwa is the biggest sufferer of this. When you're buying performance rims, kuna kitu inaitwa your brake clearance. Cuz wewe umeaka hapo brake big, then unaleta rims, they don't clear your rotors. You see, you have to have some sort of offset such that it doesn't touch your your braking. Yeah, yeah, I think you, MPG can Yeah, if you if you're planning to anyone planning to upgrade their brakes one of the biggest considerations is tires. Uh, I'm sorry, rims. Because you buy a brake kit worth 100,000 shillings and then all of a sudden it, your rims can't fit around them. Then you have to spend another 100k buying rims. So anyone planning of touching their brakes and making them bigger or beefier or whatever, first make sure you know the spec of the rim that can fit around those brakes and you get it first. Uh huh. Thank you so much, MPG. Uh, Ruto in case, uh, Wakili, do you have anything to add on that? Well, uh, um, I want to speak from a four by four perspective, and to add to what guys have spoken now, whatever everything that they've talked about is very illuminating to make you feel a bit more. Um, with regards to four by four tires, uh, they they. They are the usual, uh, we have the usual uh, alloy rims. Alloy rims, uh, most, most of the cars, uh, when they come from the factory, have alloy wheels, those silver wheels. And then we have steel rims. Alloy rims and steel rims. Now, uh, the alloy rims are very strong. They are very strong and lightweight because they are made, of, they are made from combination of ta- um, certain metals which have these good properties that allow the the rim to be light and still be very strong so you have good uh, uh, fuel economy you'll find that with uh, alloy rims you'll have good uh, um, mpg mile miles per gallon or whichever way you want to call it but but um they if they get if they bend away from civilization really far in the bush you can't just hit them you can't whack them and then they get back into shape and you, you proceed with your journey that's the problem with uh, alloy rings they are strong they're light but if they are bent for any reason you you won't be able to to do a bush repair on them well still while still rings what will happen is uh, basically they are strong very uh, they are not as strong as alloy rims but they can be bent they can be they can be you can shape them if you've hit a rock or a log or something has happened and they are bent out of shape you can strike them and they can get them back to shape and allow yourself to get back to uh, where you can get help and they are heavy Remember also, steel rims are 
for four by fours are heavy uh, so you'll have a slight dent on your fuel consumption when you put uh, steel rims but they look cool for me for four by four guys i think they go for them because they're cooler and then <laughs> the issue of the offset as mpg said we have positive negative and zero offset negative as uh, uh, as turbo diesel turbo diesel was trying these are the rims which allow the tire to protrude outside the wheel arc they give a car that swagger that um, cool look you know you have these tires which are sticking out of your outside the body and they can help uh, gain some uh, stability for a car that is not so much stable um, and I would prefer a negative offset rim to adding a spacer. You can also achieve the same look by adding a spacer on your vehicle. But with the problem with spacers, if you if anything happens, it's likely that uh, very likely that your insurance will walk away. They will not compensate you. So for four by four spacers, avoid. And also um, spacers will take the the wheel far away from the hub and you'll find that you'll have more cv issues you'll be changing you'll be going through cvs you'll be cv maramob sana because more than it's it's the recommended um, tolerance manufacturer so uh, i would rather you get a, a negative offset rim than put a spacer and then there are some four by fours which you have to buy a negative rim to correct um, the wheel track ukiona 79 series uh, land cruiser both true you that long one double cabin and single cabin you'll find that the front um, the front uh, axle is wider is it's longer than the rear axle so the front axle was widened by land cruiser to fit in their new v8 engine but for some reason those engineers japanese Toyota engineers did not widen the rear uh, axle it remained narrow i think i've seen the difference between the front and rear axle the front is 71 71 what uh, 71 think inches and then the rear one is narrow at 60 something almost 68 i'm not very sure so what guys do if you can't afford to there are people who there there are certain manufacturers who have come up with a longer rear axle for 79 and 78 series land cruiser but they're expensive so what guys do they put a negative offset rim at the rear and then uh, the front, they put uh, zero offset. Zero offset tires like the normal tire that comes with the car. It does not protrude outside. Uh, it's flush with the body. That's a zero uh, offset. Where the hub in a seat, where the, the studs in a seat, uh, at the middle of the rim. Positive offset, you'll find that the the where the studs zitakuwa zinafungiwa iko pande ya nje so ndani ya rim 
it's deeper and you'll find that some cars in Ezikona independent suspension front suspension and independent rear suspension if you put a negative offset the rim will rub the upper control arm part of the suspension so you have to you ha- you will have to stay away from uh, negative offset with such cars but at the same time when you're buying rims it's always good to, to do your research well check with uh, other local guys who have done the same talk uh, check with your local uh, car club that made up of guys who own the same vehicle as yours ask them if anyone has done the same thing what they did what they bought also check with foreign uh, car clubs you'll find a ton of information about rims uh, that about the rims that you want to put and about your car and then the other thing with uh, 4x4s and this is something good to know because guys are planning guys are nuts about uh, Namibia and uh, other places you you should avoid low profile rims okay those 20 actually anything for 4x4 anything above 18 inches don't you need to avoid that change that rim and why am i saying that you need to go for either 14 15 okay 15 16 17 those are the sweet spot size the diameter for 15 16 17 and the reason is you will be able to deflate the tire when you go off road okay you see when you go off road you need more traction because traction reduces away from tarmac you will will encounter mud gravel rocks uh corrugations you need uh, more traction and away from tarmac we call the such conditions um we call them what is a term for for it uh low traction surfaces you can easily you can easily uh, get stuck if uh, if your tires are, are not deflated deflation neo kutoa pressure you can use a tire deflator when you deflate your tires you are able to increase the width of the tire and the size of the track and you have more surface of the tire touching the surface of the road okay so when you have a smaller rim and a bigger tire bigger meat the bigger part of the rubber of the tire it means that you can reduce your tire to any psi to any pressures any pressure that you need to be able to get through a very difficult part for example mud or deep sand if you enter mud or deep sand with your on road pressures like for me my on road pressure will be as high as 45 because i am usually very heavy but when i go off road i'll go as low as 25 psi at the rear nambele 20 and that cushions niki kutana na corrugation gari tingiki kama yeah unasikia car dashboard inaweza bomoka into pieces yeah so it it softens the the ride it cushions you and it also helps you help the body of the car and uh, not to absorb a lot of impacts or shock from the road at the same time uh, chances of you breaking something are minimized 
chances of you losing nuts from your suspension and under the body of the car uh, in a reduce so get a smaller rim diameter rim so that you can fit as big a tire as possible 31 inches uh okay i'm using to me um the metric is it the metric system 31 32 33 35 yeah so you can be able to fit at that one 32 33 up to 35 for some cars like patrols uh some as uh, land cruiser without even doing a, a lift on that car um that is my take about rims avoid uh, if you're planning to go off 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 road a lot or you're planning to go to a remote place where the road is not very good ditch low profile tires ditch low profile rims you're most likely to bend the rim or even to get punctures uh, many punctures yeah uh yeah uh, very quickly before sorry okay um yeah uh, i know alasi we will tell us more about this but um uh from where i am actually the the insurance can't can forfeit your 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 compensation uh if you have fitted uh the wrong spec of tires you know every manufacturer has the specified tires for example if a car is um the stock rim and and tire are 15 you will see that they have uh, um an option for 16 and 17 and those are written in the in the papers that comes with the car so if you fit anything more than that and you get into an accident or something uh the insurance has the right to deny you compensation based on that if they are um if they are convinced that your tires were part of the problem uh to your accident but um that is finland and uh, i don't know alasili might have something more uh, on, on that side oh can i go ahead please do uh, can you guys hear me yeah you audible you audible yes we can okay fine okay now when uh, okay that's a good question yeah when it comes to tires uh, from my experience uh, The only case whereby I've had that a claim has been declined was because of uh, spacers. And uh, simply because uh, spacers, uh, there's something under your motor insurance policy, there's something that uh, states that uh, anytime you're insuring a vehicle, it has to be as per the manufacturer's specifications and modification. So any alteration in your motor vehicle uh, will uh, declare your claim null and void. So normally what happens with tires tires are uh, then then they're not a big issue tires are normally not a big issue spacers are a big issue and uh, cause uh, most cars uh, when they come from the factory they don't come with spacers uh, I would advise people to consider springs over spacers a barometric I like to add something hello The deal Hello, guys. Yeah, yeah. Can hear you. Hello. Uh, I'd like yeah. to clarify something about the spacers issue because uh, from my experience, I think uh, I've had like three claims. I also deal somehow uh, in the insurance sector, and uh, I've had like four claims, and those all those cars had spacers, and all of them were paid. 
so uh, i guess it's uh, it depends with your insurance company because uh, as you usually mostly insures insure with britam so and uh, so as long as the space defined in the you know because before you insure your vehicle you have, it has to go for evaluation and in the evaluation there is a slot that there is a what is it called a checker box that indicates whether have you installed spacers or not and i think as long as you have you have uh, that box is checked even when you have let's say an accident i think it can be it you'll still be compensated because i've had not one not uh, two no, about three or four claims that cars with had that had spacers but but had uh, that had already been paid can i ask you something yeah uh now when it when it comes to your your rate how is your rate the rate britam what does it yeah mean? your rate is 4.5% ah you see now that's much higher because uh, so that is the basic yeah. rate 4.5% without any extension yeah yeah and and as we go through a broker because as as uh, for us we are brokers so when we go to britam that they'll give us around uh, 4% and then when we sell at 4.5 uh, the other one is commission okay so uh, can i maybe try and uh, maybe clarify something yeah okay okay you see insurance is just about accepting risk and uh, if the risk is higher you you charge a, a higher rate for it eh? yeah because uh, i know places where by um, 4.5 is really high yeah. um, so it's it's understandable yeah. if uh, they're giving you 4.5 and allowing you to uh, to keep spaces in your vehicle because yeah. i know places whereby you can even get as low as 3.25 percent basic rate you see mm-hmm. but now that one excludes in case uh, you install spaces on your vehicle uko peke yako in case i would say don't uh okay for insurance uh, it's advisable not to not to go somewhere where it's cheap one of these uh, what is it called these uh, emerging small companies uh, let's just say i i doubt them a lot so i just prefer to stay with the big boys the britam uap jubilee the those ones that have experience and uh, they have a good reputation can i say something about this insurance business yeah okay okay go ahead one of the most important things when you're insuring your car is to go to a reputable company um you'll find organizations like uh, uh the britams of the day uh, fast chartered insurance Uh, those are top tier insurers but when you go to low end insurers the red flag normally is um you find them insuring a lot of third parties so that is a red flag for you if you really want to get good insurance in terms of the rate you can always negotiate it's not cast in stone you can get as low as 3.5% if you're able to insure more items with them If you have a broker or an agent who's smart, he'll not only take your, your more than that. So that brings your rate down. Um, as far as modifications are concerned, modifications may be tires and spacers. For tires, when the assessor is coming to assess your car after an accident, um, 
if they find spacers, that's a red flag. They might not void fully the insurance depending on the cost of the accident, but they will penalize you. When it comes to tires, you'll find most people put oversized tires on small cars. That makes the car a bit unstable in some instances. And um, if you get a really smart assessor, I have, I have done assessment work. Uh, I mean, in the insurance industry for a while, but I left. If you really find a keen assessor, he'll still penalize you. So I still go with uh, Johnson's view that um, you pretty need to maintain your car with standard appliances or uh, standard modifications. You speak and ask the valuer what he thinks about your modifications and then or you declare what you've done and then the insurer can give you a rate and then you can be insured against it otherwise if you do it haphazardly you'll be penalized in one way or another especially if the insurer is just trying to avoid the risk so it's very important to take note of those but my take is go to the top four insurance companies get your cover and you'll be fine yeah, I think uh, if I could... Okay, uh, there's a very important point yeah. that... Uh, uh, just a minute, Alasiria. If I could quickly say something, yeah? I realize that, uh, and it's not just motor insurance, huh? even in the medical uh, uh, field, huh? there's that point whereby you have to specify whether there are any alterations to the vehicle or you are going to probably uh, do something more than it was supposed to, uh, you know, like, like say, these pro boxes. The manufacturer clear, clearly says, and it's written, and I think there's even a cabbage over there, that it should not be able to carry more than, say, uh, 350, I think, kgs, 350, 500. But you clearly see guys, you'd, you'd clearly see guys doing a ton plus on those cars. And what essentially that means is that there are so many scenarios that can go wrong there in as much as the car seems to be able but there are so many other factors and other road users that you're going to put at risk by by overdoing or over uh, you know uh, overloading the vehicle just the same way that uh, you know the land cruiser story that uh, we've been told about the wheels being offset and all that there are these modifications that you have to do if you're really going to do some off-road, especially to do with tires and height, ride height. Yeah, you sometimes have to fit some some rims that, uh, or not rims, but uh, springs that have to be a little bit higher than how the manufacturer uh, intended. But I think what is coming out clearly is the fact that you need to state in your in when you're getting the insurance or if you've already gotten one you need to uh, go back to the insurer and update your details and also uh, get sort of a, a clean bill of health if i should put it that way so that it doesn't you don't you don't do your normal uh, activities and there's an accident sometimes it's not even your fault but the insurance, the insurance uh, says, oh, this and this was done. It wasn't supposed to be. We are going to void your claim. So I think it's best to always uh, consult with your uh, insurer 
And as uh, I think Go Butler said, you need to always be in touch with them. And uh, especially whenever you're trying to do an upgrade or a downgrade, if you feel like the same thing with the rims or spacers, most cars can easily, uh, mechanically, can easily and comfortably be uh, get spacers and work fine. However, some insurance don't feel that is okay. So it's good to always have that conversation before or before you get an insure, uh, insurance or when you're updating the vehicle, you need to update your insurer. That's just my take. Okay. Um, thank you so much for that. Uh, uh, I see, for pit sake, for pit sake, do you have anything to add on that? Um, I'll just let it continue. It just keeps a lot. Uh, but I joined when uh, I think Tabo was talking about uh, offset ETC. Um, but uh, generally, I'll let you guys continue up until uh, I'm safe enough to continue. Okay, thank you so much for peace sake. Um, uh, routine, I don't think I don't know if you have anything much to say on that. Routine. Hello. Um, routine. I guess uh, they've they've said enough for that. And on clarification, Maliflani, um, they they talked about tier one and tier two insurances let's say for example jubilee jubilee is taiwan but uh, i went there to inquire for subaru they're charging at a rate of i think six for subarus and uh there's a part of mine and uh, even if they say the risk is uh, high, so the rate charge should be high for that, why should you unajua to your gari ikona risk ya kupata accident sooner or later? You charge it higher than normal, and when imeanguka or it has had an accident, you still overcharged already. So there's a company called Metropolitan. I've uh, engaged them in one of several covers of mine. And uh, it's not a top tire, but they are good. juicy, or they're not old sana. So I think when I entice what you can get them covering you well than easy thing in them I've had an, a case with CIC too. So being a top tire or uh, a lower one shouldn't be a gauge on that on the two reviews and all that. That's what I can see. Okay, let me just jump in, uh, if you don't mind. Um, there are several risk factors 
uh, that play out with different models of cars. Somebody has mentioned pro boxes. They are prone to being stolen, uh, overloaded, and what have you. Subarus tend to be driven by a much younger generation. So if you are a new and inexperienced driver and you're coming, uh, you're going to an insurance company. Um, I have an interest in, a, in an insurance agency where my brother-in-law runs it. I'm not there day to day. But if a new and inexperienced driver who's 21 comes with a Subaru, that's a red flag. Uh, in about, in less than six months, you'll have a claim. So in differentiating between different insurers, you are still not safe with Metropolitan because Metropolitan will be flooded by claims because everybody will go there and uh, and do what and uh, uh, and write their car there. What will happen to you is uh, when they are able to unable to pay those claims after the su the Subaru boys uh, go on a trip and they bang like four, five, six cars. You know they have to investigate. So they are high risk um, cars that require. Um, insurance companies to charge higher and for your information we used to call we used to rate all motor vehicles as at 10 percent this four three point five percent is as a result of market pressure and um, you know uh, resultant effects of um, of you know universal uh, pressure from different quarters so most most insurance companies used to underwrite cars at 10 percent and they never really used to have an issue with claims and what have you. On the other issue of um, rating insurance companies, you need to rate insurance companies by their ability. The ability, and I will under, under, underline that, the ability to pay your claim. They may refuse to pay your claim, but they have the capacity. If you go and insure your car at Amaco, you will be given a runaround for more than a year. Your car will stay at the garage, nothing will happen to it. Um, and you will go and blame uh, whoever introduced you to the company uh, and you will not be paid. At least if, in, for example, Jubilee or uh, CIC refused to pay your claim, you can go to court and uh, they'll be compelled to pay at some point. And if you report them to uh, insurance regulatory authority, your claim will go very fast, so long as your claim is is valid. So those are the factors that are coming about when it comes to insuring your risk with a reputable firm. But in as far as any modification you do to your car, it is always safer to pay more than not declare and get a shocker when you're going to do what? going to claim that applies across the body you better tell guys that i have put offset trims i have put 15 inch rims when the manufacturer says you should put 14 although in kenya really offset trims and tire sizes don't matter but they are a bit more suspicious because what happens to those cars is i think you've seen cars that um, look like uh, those uh, toyota or nissan uh, sharks that are raised at the back and low in the front. Those are very unstable cars. That's when they hit potholes, they overturn. That is the same aspect when you're coming to assess a car that has an had an accident. Those spacers also make braking ineffective. When you're braking, when you have spacers, um, the effect of bringing the car lower 
when you're breaking you've seen when you break your car really goes down when you break on your you've put spacers it doesn't allow a car to have stability that makes you prone to overturning and what have you that is the main reason why uh that happens yeah so i think i'll 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 end it at, at that point yes Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, Odyssey, if you have anything to add, Kandi. Yeah, um, let me just first start by saying hi. Okay, there's, there's, um, there's something I would like for these guys who work in the insurance industry to kindly clarify. Because coming from, um, from, let's say, a petrol head, I understand the term spacers in this uh, space is being used uh, loosely. You know there are spacers that go, that are to... Let's say enhance the height, as you see these new Toyotas that come in, these new cars, fun, funny cars that people buy that are lowered, and there are also wheel spacers. So I'd like to know, uh, for a claim to be declined or whatever, is it spacers in general, as in if you had wheel spacers or even the height spacers that go on top of the strut that also like term your claim void? I could ask that first. Okay. Um I, I think what what I, Okay, go ahead. No, please go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so No, no, please. please go ahead. So there are two kinds of spacers. Um the ones that you put on your strut to enhance your height and the ones that uh for and rightly so the petrol heads who put spacers for example when you you want to your wheels to pop out. Uh, because it's a four by four and you want some clearance and what have you so generally speaking the spaces that insurance companies avoid are the ones that enhance height on the ones that enhance the i think the width of the tires when you have uh, a four by four and what have you those ones generally they don't have a problem with because even when they are doing the assessment they probably don't don't check on that what they are mostly against and when it comes up and again and again you'll find someone will not even put that one space or they'll put even four so that vehicle looks awkward and it's really unbalanced so on the extending the width of the tires they generally don't have a problem but when you want to extend the height that's when the issue comes in because at a time or when you get an accident um you have issues because high risk fast factor when you are involved in an accident and as an assessor um especially for toyotas and subarus uh axios uh, demios um those are some of the first things you check if you want to go and look at um the impact that the car had especially when and if it rolled so that is a factor it, it generally statistically they say it contributes to about uh, 35% of uh, of a car rolling so so that that really is a definite no on the width generally we we don't check uh okay thank you for so much for the clearance go bottle um odc uh thank you so much for the question and then uh moving on swiftly yeah uh, mpg um there the, there are these three numbers which you always have on our tires 
uh huh. could anyone just clarify the three number for the rest of our listeners because you only have some three certain numbers on our tires kila gari for nine so anyone can li- I, i can take that um actually there are four numbers but um the fourth is not very it's not very look much looked at so there's uh if i think about a tire like let me let me use my tire for example my oem spec tire is a 245 4518 and uh that means that my tires width the 245 the 245 millimeters represented not is it millimeters yeah centimeters sorry i believe no 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 millimeters 245 is the width of the tire then the 45 is the profile now the profile is calculated at the but because it's 45% of that 245 does that make sense and lastly there is the 18 18 is the circumference of your tire which fits into the circumference of your not circumference but the radius no diameter of your rim rim yeah so when you think about uh wheels and and, and always i say if you can if, it, if you have a normal car for normal usage around town try uh, stick to unless you're modifying your car try stick to your tire measurements and uh, to know your tire measurements i don't know about german cars much but uh you in most of your japanese cars if you open the driver's door there's a kastika uh on the inner you know inner frame that shows your you know your recommended um, the oem specs of your tire and uh, your rim uh your yeah your tire and your rim size so open that uh the car look at that badge and uh read those numbers a lot of times when we import cars from japan they more so than not will come with the OEM spec so the manufacturer uh, knew that Toyota uh, E225 uh 45 unless you really are modding your car for one reason or another you might want to go for bigger rims uh keep within uh specs um does, does that answer you on the numbers that, the three numbers that you mentioned uh yeah it does and then the, we always have an alphabet between the profile and the rim size There's always an alpha alphabet after the tire profile and an alphabet after the rim size. Could you also clarify that please? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean the alphabet after the Like you, you listen uh, okay. 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 Um so when when it comes to um those alphabet in a number then an al- alphabet in a 91v in a 10e and things like that. So you normally indicate the amount of load um that tire can carry what you find more often than not most of the for for normal like sedans we're talking about normal cars uh the tire can carry say, a maximum of 500 kg each so if you times that by four the car can carry say, two tons right so if you minus the the amount of weight of the car that's say, your car is like 1.3 tons in a manisha the maximum you can overload that car is now the minus the body weight minus um the tire weight it can carry the maximum carrying capacity that's the very key get and like but so the, the number in indicate the load rating you can i think depending on your tire you can just google that you can find there's a whole chart showing that and then 
after that there is uh, an alphabet inaweza a b c d all the way up to v that indicates your speed um the higher the number the higher the speed so some some especially for 4 by 4 you'd find it has a a lesser alphabet like inaweza kuwa f or something like that that means the tire is not rated for same um above 150 kph because different tires are made using different rubber compounds so um for for cars that usually speed ndio maana say you you you'd hear people talking about slicks so especially these fast cars tunaongelea hata my f1 easy gear is a drag and things like that unapata hizo matires ni vipara that means when when these cars are speeding hizo when it it has so much grip because hizo tire ziki warm up zina kwa some sort of gluish So when you're buying slicks especially guys in the performance um sector we're talking about the MPGs Murakariuki and people like that you'd find that um the speed rating is very key because if you find a bad tire alafu you, your your tire is rated at MF which is rated at I'll I'll, I'll 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 share the chart in my in my post the tire is rated at 150 kph na yuko huko na 240 kph that compound cannot handle that speed tire ta in a burst and I mean you die you see so you have to one check your load rating itakuwa a number alafu then there will be an alphabet which will be your speed rating depending on now the purpose that you'll be using kawin wakili of course you'll have no, more often than not easy numbers they sort of uh, they are inversely proportional uh, the higher the load capacity the lower the speed they can do the higher the, the speed they can do the lower the um the load capacity like ni ni cross to you know it doesn't okay and just to ask you know can... am i audible yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i'm just asking about the types of tires we have because now you you've gone into the details about the the, the load uh, the, the speed but probably can you take us back to dogo anyone can take us back to dogo to the types of tires that we have that are available for us before we even get to the loads and everything these tires are in a garden Lafu, so uh, just one off, off but uh tabo just what not bob is saying uh the types of tires that we all we might have to place on our vehicle let's say for the daily driver the normal saloon sedans the SUVs and the trailer trucks could you just declassify declass, the classifier okay um I, i i don't know much about trailers and lorries in general I'll, I'll, so uh, this anyone can correct me neither were wrong so based on the little i know uh, so tires come in in, in different specs based mostly on where they'll be what they are carrying So the first thing is kuna kuanga AT. Ukiangalia especially 4x4s inakuimandikwa kubwa AT, MT ama HT. AT it means this is a highway terrain. This is a tire that specifically meant kukwa kwa highway. Lami like ukiingia off road uh, manze uta struggle because it doesn't have grip. It, it's like it on a very little um threads on it such that um you have enough grip on the highway. Now we have an um an all terrain and all terrain has been designed to be a little of a, the best of both worlds right so you have kidogo so the threads are a bit thick as compared to the highway terrain and this can work either on off road 
and on road the highway amo kingia kwa matope ukiingia kwa sand and things like that and then is mt sirongai things like that unapata wamekan kitaki bigi inakaya land cruiser alafu iko na this huge um, threads that's in accordment with mt that's a mud terrain tire it has been designed to be used on muddy conditions so especially these guys who go like so there's different off roads kuna off road like umeenda tukana utakuwa kwa barabara utakuwa nje so you'd find they usually use all terrain but kama wewe ni mse unaheshima kinangop huko ndani and your car is 80% kinangop normally if you're smart you'd go to the you'd go to the mud um, terrain so the mud terrain has been used to have really big kuna kama ngumi kwa kwa the tire such that they have so much grip ni kama they are like fox wakati ziko kwa um they they give so much grip when when you're on um, on mud so normal this small small cars once you mounting ya mud more than not zinakwanga even without being written zinakwanga highway terrain so the threads are different but not even the highway terrain they also have different specifications again this depends on your speed rating and your load rating so mse kama mura oni mtu anaendanga 300 kilometers per hour he'll not use the same tire as we mse mwenye unakona ka axio so he more often than not go to semi slicks or 100% slicks the difference mostly is one of the bat unapata um, um the, the semi slicks iko slot sort of kipara ish um like uh, as in a lot of threads and um so this gives you a lot of um grip when you're speeding when you're boosting and things like that but for normal tires like it's what most of us are used to and you'd more often than not not see any difference when you buy them but it's just key for you to note like una very different tires depending on your application i i can just try a small thread at the end of the day or tomorrow just to show just to highlight in you know, uh, my terrains in heavy terrain and, and things like that um turbo diesel could you also as you're doing the thread just uh, put in mind that tires are also rated um, as per the season they are used um as for us guys who live in the tropical mother equatorial region we don't experience the four um the cold season yeah but people who are in the state uh, they have snow tires and what have you um something i'd also like to point yeah, out yeah. for anyone who wants to modify their car uh, or whatever automobile they have um also remember as per the ratings that you are given for your car uh, by the manufacturer uh, there's someone who uh, i think ruto also mentioned this also pay in mind that bigger tires do slow down your car and you will notice um in a uh, fuel consumption so if you don't really need uh, bigger tires in this space i will use mura as an example um we go for wider and bigger tires for more grip either on corners or traction when you're leaving so that you don't lose power as you're leaving or in gear shifts so if you if you really spin your tires while launching or shifting your car don't go for a wider tire or a stickier tire you will be actually losing a lot at the end of the day to add on to uh, hello to add on to all these points on tires 
uh, it's not advisable you normally here like here where we live in Nairobi you'll find that almost all SUVs these days they have all-terrain tires and actually I don't think that most of them actually need them I think most of the most of the Prados Land Cruisers for towns uh, just highway tire, highway tires is just uh, will just do the trick you don't need all-terrain tires because what happens is that it consumes more fuel it's more noisy because all terrain tires and materials they are very noisy i don't know if you guys have realized that uh, when uh, these land cruisers that have these tires when they pass with you you hear a lot of noise that's one aspect they are noisy they are less economical so it's nice that if you have the if you are mostly in town just avoid all terrain or or mud terrain, just use the highway terrain. There's no need to get uh, those. Uh, even if they look good, people go for them because they look good mostly. But uh, as a uh, for use, they are not okay. And the same applies to slicks and semi slicks, uh, and especially with road noise. You might probably get a lot of grip, but uh, if, if your car, for example, is an everyday use town car. You don't need slits and you're not a performance person. You don't need slits because they'll end up being noisy, making your car keep being too noisy. I'm a victim of that. Uh, I have what you call a normal car and uh, hard to kawaii the highway tires and I change to semi slits. And uh, as I drive it, it's bloody noisy. I'm driving and you probably get the noise on my tires. So um, as you choose your tires, think about what usage, I mean, what utility you're carrying. Um, you don't need to go for a high end tire tire is not, um, you know, it's not for that purpose. If your car is not for that purpose. Awesome, awesome. Um, just another question, uh, Kevin. I don't know, there was a the aspect of what really the cops are looking for in our tires. In any police when I'm going to talk about tires, it will probably, this is a very common thing, but uh, in your naked eyes, you think they're out. There is a trick they talk about, the coin trick. Does anybody have insights on this and how does it work here? Yeah, MPG. Um, just as he is loading up. So the coin trick, ni. Uh, MPG, you ready? And the other diesel, you want to see what I want to I wanted to talk about something we were talking about before. So first answer that, then I'll comment so, um, about the, the height modification in- and tires. In, 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 in any tire, uh, any 4x4, the, the rules are different, right? So when it comes to normal tires, we're talking about uh, our Golfs, our Macexes, um, normal tires. All this, this, is mostly, this will mostly apply to highway terrain. Um, so the coin trick, um, look at your tire. Well, actually, just turn your wheels outside, uh, look at your tire. So, ukiangalia, ikianza nika imeanza kuwa kipara kipara, ujue imeanza kuchapa. But now, you take a coin, same 20 bob, then kuna hizo grooves, unafaa kuingiza. In, basically, see the, the coin ya 20 bob, ikona the silver bit and the golden bit. You're not supposed to see the silver bit wakati umeingiza hako ndani. Is it, gani ukwa nje? Ni silver ama ni gold? One of them. Silver. Yeah? Nje ni, huh? nje Ah. Ni gold. Yani 
ni kama watu wa deal na coins uko to deal na coins yeah anyway um whatever the, let me just google that um so whatever the unafaa kuingiza coin kwa the groove you should not see the outside um diameter the the, the different colored one when when unazaona hiyo like ukiingiza coin ideally yale inafaa kusimama on its own that shows like ama ilale kiasi if i kuanguka but now ukika coin yanguke manze tire zako are shit and that's bad here's the, here's the thing when it comes to tires actually just look at it there's something called rotation the tires are designed to rotate at a certain um, direction so mse tire inashanga nje anaipendua the inside comes the outside where's the problem with that D- depending on how your threads have been um, designed so it may design you in such a way that when you're driving especially in the rain and things like that in a push out the water right but now when you overturning your tire the inside comes outside and the rotation now is reversed like ngwini ndambele but tire rotated the other side your majority instead of being pushed outside is now pushed inside um your wheel arc is being pushed the dust even it was not pushed up remember this rotation has been designed in such a way that it's supposed to push debris outside of your vehicle but now kenyans being kenyans they do that so things to check when when your coin has its mom on its own like in a lean and what not you know when has its mom on its own it means um, your tires have started kuisha but now ukiangalia manze you have very little clearance between the inside of your thread and the outside ya mashara tires meisha where's the problem with that when your tires meisha you are prone to um uh itongwaje you're prone to more like you're prone to more easy don't worry um punctures you are prone to yeah aquaplaning because your 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 tires are not displacing anything especially when you it comes to water and what not so you actually your car becomes a boat because when you go in, inside water you try to break grip akuna ona float too up and that's why that's actually why when it comes by when it trains the even the braking distance normally na kuanga either more depending on the type of tires you have because Kenyans mapenda na shortcut ngu yangu imeisha i have two kids i'm come outside my house let me buy a new tire is it wrong well i wouldn't say yes or no if it's a, if it's a first aid go buy that second hand tire when you money it i'm, I'm guessing end month or come when him say when him say like you're self employed you know how your money comes please buy a new tire from a reputable brand the reason is manze when it trains and you break Dude, now your car will stop, but your car won't stop. Like your wheels is in a lock, you're just aquaplaning off the highway. Lori nakuja vile nakuja. Your vehicle is just being carried over water. So that's one thing you need to really 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 check up on. Because remember, most of these accidents happen when when it's raining. Unajua when it's dry, I mean hakuna grip is good. But now when it's raining, the tires are cold, like everything is against you. So you need to be careful when it comes to that. So check your rotation, check your grip. Eka tu coin, especially the 20 bob because it's nono, like it ain't yapo fiti. And um, just check, make sure kila kitu like equal where it needs to be, and also check your load ratings and things like that. I think the coin trick, just to be chap chap ni seme ni kitoka. What basically your measurement yenye tarbolise la nasema ati ufai kuona the silver part uh, we are talking of 3 mm so um the 3 mm is the minimum 
you should have on your tire for you to be safe on a, on a rainy day. Uh, so three millimeter uh, allows the water to run through and the tire to touch the road at the same time. So you still have traction and uh, water is uh, also flowing as you drive. About rotation, um, I don't know, is it every tire that has rotation, but um, here we have summer tires and winter tires. So summer tires, normally they are just, um, most of them don't have rotation. You, you can, it, they are uniform so whether you you pedo the tire or not it will be the same so it doesn't matter and it doesn't affect uh, the direction of the water uh, or the traction but when we come to winter tires they are designed different the threads are different and then we have um we have spikes on them so that they can handle uh, uh, they can hold on the ice and on the snow so that's a different thing but yes uh the coin trick i think um basically is three millimeters so come out on a vanilla caliper or anything that can measure uh the tire come out a coin but anyway i think everybody can access a Actually, coin just, easier than a vanilla caliper <laughs> so it's just, just three mm that um, just like a two has uh, has done a small so actually most tires if not all is something called a tire wear indicator so up a thread there's something that's going across like ni kama from one tire to the other one um when when that, that indicator is in the same line with your thread just check retweeted there's something to show that like you don't need even the, there's something you can see but yeah yeah what is it i think actually, uh, actually just wanted to add on to that eh? uh the coin test yes that works perfectly but even the tie itself has a that I wanted to actually add. The tie itself has its own mechanism to show when it is it is done. There's a line that crosses the the grooves. And those when that line is level to the tire, it's time to switch. That is when that tire can no longer uh, channel water out of the out of the grooves. Something else want and and it's on all tires and it's all around the tire. So CRT unaeka then move it you can just see it as you turn there as you turn the tire also something i wanted to say about driving in the wet huh? uh driving in the wet is 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 risky and dangerous no matter whether you have uh, deep grooves or uh, you know your grooves are zinanda kuisha but the biggest thing that can change your your whether you get an accident or you slide out of the road or or any of all those things is your speed uh even when your tires are a bit low pesa imekanyagia kiasi and you at least have some some uh, some groove uh check on your speed check on your speed the the the, the more the the higher the the precipitation the rainfall the slower you should be driving uh I tell I tell my friends that ukiona um, inafika mali your wipers have to like you have to go to like the last setting you really have to go below or maintain at 50 or below that because anything above that groove notwithstanding because sababu hata unajua there are some places on the road that have puddles 
you know that is you'd find it's it's a section of the road but it is there's like a river on the road and if you go into that section and you're driving at speed it doesn't matter how deep your grooves are you'll you'll wipe out utatoka na utatoka barabarani and you'll get into an accident so keep note whenever you're driving you should keep it slow drive slow maintain visual keep all uh, switch on your lights if you don't if you don't have to go full out but just keep your your parking lights on and you should get to where you're going uh something also i needed to add was the fact that uh, tires expire yeah tires do not go forever yeah so you'd find because tires are made of rubber and uh if you know rubber just the same way that your wipers over time will uh you know they become stiff uv acts on rubber it changes its its structure and uh it destroys the ability of rubber to to bend and uh, and flex so essentially what that means is after a certain time from the manufactured time uh normally it's about 7 years from from the time the tires manufacture you can find those details on the tires and i think i did a, i did a thread on that so after a certain period of time normally 7 years the tire starts to uh, degrade it degrades slowly but now it reaches a point whereby it's serious and the best way to look at the degrading is to look at the tires if you find that on the sidewall because the sidewall is the part of the tire that gets the most flex it gets the most uh, up and down it's a suspension in a way so you find at the sidewall the tire starts to have like like boxes in our chana you'd find it have small small boxes or it's like in our chana chana that is a tire or you keep getting uh, slow punctures like you drive your car it's a it's a it's a it's a tubeless but you keep having slow punctures and you keep topping up your 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 tire that's also a sign that that tire is on its way out and uh, it might it might get you into trouble it might uh, have a tire burst while you while you're driving and that's dangerous so the and even when you buy a tire you see they put that nylon thing on top of it huh? that nylon thing is supposed to prevent uv from acting on that tire yeah so once once the tire is installed the aging starts immediately so you give it 7 years above that nile sasa tu ile kujaribu jaribu but a tire shouldn't be able to go 7 years realistically you should change your your, your tires every 3 years uh and if you use them a lot it's essentially how much you drive so some these are some of the things guys should also take into consideration just thank you so much um, I'll, i'll be now looking at uh, uh the, the aspect of the umesema 3 years years what you're talking saruni Saruni kindly uh you mentioned something about uh something years and uh kuna kana kumbuka like okay let's see vile gari hizi 
tambo kina pijo kulikuwa na tambo some of them ilikuwa imeisha tayari imekuwa kiparango to and uh, our understanding na hizo drug slick some of them resemble hizo so hizo uh, na shafika the dead end ama should this guy continue having them uh, normally the biggest indicator of uh, atas you know inaweza kuwa bado iko na thread but miaka zake imefika the biggest indicator of that is uh, if you look at the sidewall there's an there's a a year of manufacture it's all coded uh, i wrote a thread but you can find the year of manufacture uh, I, i will re- repost it you can find the year of manufacture up to the month of manufacture so what i tell guys is that normally the best way to think about it is that even the manufacturer knows that this tire as soon as uv which is sunlight uh, starts to hit this tire it's going to start deteriorating so that's why you find them they always folded nylon so i tell guys normally because our sun is normally a bit uh, more intense than probably where these tires were manufactured if they're not yana tires or any other tire manufactured locally their lifespan will also be a bit shorter because of the uv that we get we get a bit higher equatorial or, or countries get a bit a higher dose so three years is basically uh, how the best timeline to 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 keep it at but also when you look at the tire if you're constantly having issues with that tire especially on the sidewall that's an indication as well the sidewall will start to unona tu inaisha unona iko na cracks cracks hapo unona there are some lines lines growing over there especially the uh, perpendicularly you know that shouldn't be there that's an indicator that that tire is on its way out and start budgeting it doesn't matter the grooves Because what happens is if a tire is old it might blow out during uh, you know you're driving it might it might also just become a hazard in terms of inaweza kukulalisha mahali so it's also good to take that into consideration okay uh lafu saruni just on that same note uh, uh yeah. there's a guy now lizia where can someone get a genuine tires because najua kirinyaga road mazeko tires mezo lakini you can't differentiate genuine from the fake ones and then another thing is uh, the types these uh, different types of companies of tires kuna comho kuna pirelli kuna seat could you kindly clarify to people which is the best uh, type to use on their uh, the vehicle is it a sedan is it a suv all terrain um i'm going to be really frank eh yeah most uh, branded uh, uh, most of our, most of the tires on on the vehicles in Kenya are mostly from China yeah uh, there are two types there are mainly two types of uh, of tires those ones from China or Asia and those ones from uh, Europe Kumho uh, Pirelli uh, Michelin all those are either the west or europe now you'd find that uh, those ones that have been in the game the the kumhos the michelins and the and the pirellis over time have garnered the respect of of car manufacturers 
and the the general public unajua kuna ile kitu inaitwaangua i've been in the game longer so i can charge premium you know that type of thing so what happens is these star manufacturers are normally built for the cars that are from there yeah these are the the german vehicles because they work hand in hand you know they even 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 um, they sponsor big events you know and you'd find them in f1 find them in uh, rallying events they're there they're they're there so they have done a lot more uh, investment in terms of research and development uh, on their tires in terms of uh, keeping the tire say working for a longer period and all that stuff but they are not cheap they are not cheap at all so you'd find that uh, these Asians will come and they'll make tires probably 80% 75% kama imeenda chini sana quality in quality terms as good as those european however they do the job they honestly do the job and they will give you the three years as long as you're not rough on them you're not very uh, aggressive on them they will do those years but you'll find these asian manufacturers do not do the the performance the performance tires you know the cars the low profiles and all that stuff you'll find that with the with the with the western or european brands so according to the vehicle you are driving and the circumstances that you are going to go through and your wallet uh first uh, you would uh, realistically start with the european brands but if your pocket is not uh, that okay because you'll find these european brands attire could up go from about 10 12 15 20 g's attire but the asians or the chinese can do a tire for 35 4 45 and it's brand new now it has come to the same amount of time but the europeans will have that heritage they'll have that research and development coupled onto that price so kilipa your hefty price it's well in there now as to whether you're going to get this original uh tires from or where do you get the original tires and all that stuff i find that there are quite a number of uh, legit uh, uh tire fitters in the country there's auto express there's uh, i think um uh, certain petrol stations also have legit tires and, uh you also have um, there are quite a number so you'll f- and they do the advertisement as well so see at kitu tatafuta sana they are there so you can go there and they even do contracts for governments if you've seen governments or ngos and all that stuff they that's that's how they become those mainstream companies and you'll get the tires they'll be pricier because it's a branded tire it is from a proper company it'll be pricier but they'll do a good job and they'll give you after sale service sasa pia kuna wale ukipitia pale Kirinyaga utapata tires they'll fit and they'll fit them for you 
but no one can vouch on their originality or or uh, where they're from or how they're manufactured but they will they will give your car service so it's up to you to decide what you want what your car is doing what your wallet is uh, able and also how long you'll want to or, or to keep the tire so those are the considerations Thank I'll also you. add something. I'll also add something on uh, tire authenticity. If you look at your brand new tires, they have a actually all tires have a serial number. A good tire will have a serial number that you can look up. Type in that serial number. Most of these websites, when uh, the manufacturer of the tire, you will get. You will be able to trace that tire back to um, the manufacturer. In some instances, tires also have a backward reader. I mean, uh, they have a backward. And uh, you can key in the barcode in your reader, and it's also going to direct you back to the website of the um, the manufacturer. So um, that's an easy way for, especially folks going for the high-end um, tires. But um, like Saruni said, most of the cars you have today are riding on uh, Chinese tires. Are they bad? I necessarily don't believe so. I myself have. have been on Chinese tires for quite some time, and uh, they tend to serve just as much as. Uh, well, I wouldn't compare that, but they tend to serve satisfactory, satisfactory for me. So I would say, do, uh, if you, if your wallet can allow it, go for the high-end brands. Uh, if it doesn't, uh, don't feel too insecure with uh, with a Chinese tire. Actually, uh, if I something uh, a little bit quick, quickly on that um, about the tires is that. Uh, here in Europe, yes, uh, there are European tires. There are also Chinese tires like uh, Linglong, which is doing pretty good. And um, I have used Linglong. They are good. They are durable. Uh, the main difference uh, with the Europeans and the Chinese tires you find is the the fuel consumption and um, the the noise, the tire noise. So I don't know about the tires you guys are getting there, but uh, every tire sold here, uh, it has a, a sticker which shows uh, the noise in decibels and um, the the fuel consumption. So and also um, the ability to, to to hold the traction. Is it class A? So class A is the best. B, C, D. So you will see that uh, a certain tire. Uh, has a fuel consumption of A, which means that um, your car consumes less when using this tire. Um, then there is the decibel, the noise. Uh, so when you are in, in, in the car, you can feel the, the noise from the tire. Is it, is it less or not? So all these are indicated, are indicated on the tire. I mean, on the sticker on the tire. I don't know whether you get those, but um, mostly what we are getting here that's the difference. So, um, fuel, noise, and also the ability uh, to to hold on a wet ground traction. Uh, thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Johnson. Let, uh, me, comment. let uh, me comment. Okay. So, okay, Lika, just a few minutes. Uh, uh, um, I want I want us to close this session at around nine nine p.m. so that we have another session that's coming up at nine. So kindly, if you guys could just use a, a maximum of two to three minutes, kindly. Ruto, Wakili, kindly go on. Uh, thank you, Calvin. Now I wanted to comment on uh, the issue of noise. Uh, somebody mentioned about Land Cruisers, which 
whenever they pass by you 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 think that a swarm of bees is passing by now those tires that those vehicles 4x4s have um you perhaps the owners did not check on the rotation okay when you look at a tire like comforsa 3000 uh, mud terrain it has an arrow on the sidewall showing the the direction that tire should face and if you look at the pattern at the top of the tire it shows it, the pattern points to a certain direction that makes comforsa very quiet among mud terrains you will not hear that uh, buzzing or hum be like hum sound and then the other thing i want to add to what uh, what has been said is know your no no you need to know what you want to use your car for if you intend to be traveling a lot possibly alone uh, as a solo car then consider getting an all terrain or a mud terrain especially if you want if you are into outdoors and nature you want to go to national parks you want to go to places where there is no tarmac get a mud terrain or a highway uh, or a uh, all terrain AT or MT avoid highway terrain and if you if if your car is meant to be used in town or urban areas you don't you're not going to go to the farm with it you're not going to go to your orchard with it get a highway terrain uh, fuel consumption for mud terrain is high you'll definitely feel the pinch the other thing that from my personal experience i've noted with uh, these other tires like mud terrain and then you put on a mud terrain and then it's a bigger size than what the manufacturer recommended you'll find that you might your transmission might overheat will get hotter than usual you need to also know what is your diff gearing ratio okay this is for some particular vehicles some diff gearing are not meant to be used with uh, bigger tires so you'll make your diff you'll make your diff work hard you'll make your automatic your automatic gearbox work hard the result will be uh your gearbox overheating and the biggest killer of automatic gearbox is heat so know what you want to do with your car know uh then plan from there know uh get the right tire get the right uh, size of tire get the right rim then everything will be okay and then lastly uh as, as i go you also uh, one thing that uh, you need to know is you rather have a chinese brand than a tire that is worn out okay chinese have really uh, upped their game as well as indonesian indonesian makes avero taiwanese make maxis comforsa is from china they all make good tires they have really improved their game and you'll find that the european brands some of them engage chinese to produce tires for them okay under contract uh, under contract so do not uh, do not um, say do not really strain yourself uh, savings for money to buy a high end brand whereas uh, a chinese brand will just work fine for you i have used uh, chinese tires for quite a while and they have not let me down i have one that uh, an indonesian tire that i've had since 2016 and it's still there it is still working well it's an old uh, all terrain 80 
yeah, don't don't really spend so much money on a branded tire like BF Goodrich and pay 40,000 for for a tire when you can get a Chinese brand for 13,000 14,15. That's it. Okay, thank you so much Wakili. Um kindly MPG, MPG if you could go then uh, we'll have for pick six. MPG. Thank you. Uh, <coughs> I've been waiting to comment on this for quite some time now. Uh, so it will sound like I've taken the discussion back to the issues where we were talking about spaces. Uh, I will talk very briefly just to say that any modification you make to your suspension, either to take it higher or to take it lower, or to make the, the wheels wider or to make them narrower, affect the balance between your cog and your uh, and your suspension so it will affect cornering it will affect braking any modifications that you do to those dimensions be it using bigger tires be it using springs somebody said that instead of going for spacers go for springs yeah the springs insurance may not see that you have spacers because you had springs but the effect of raising your car is the same whether you use springs whether you use spacers if you raise your car you mess with stability you mess with braking uh, you also mess with point of application of loads so you'll find uh, your bushes wearing worse than than, than necessary uh, you know drive shafts touching places they should not be touching there is all that upsetting to you do to your suspension and 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 the you know the whole suspension and drive tree when you try to raise the car or lower it and most of the times it has a negative effect cost wise the car might drive over the terrain that you wanted it to drive over but at the expense of changing bushes more often at the expense of your steering not working the way it's supposed to work also at the risk of getting into accidents when you try braking or cornering at speeds that your corner should uh, that your car should be able to handle quite comfortably so you have you have to you have to understand when you're doing those modifications the effect that it has to your uh, to your safety your braking cornering because all those affect safety that's what us care insurance do not take cars that have spacers why because you're raising the car you're messing with the with the with the balance you're messing with the what do you call it stability of the car so you're more prone to uh, body roll car going out of line understeer you're more prone to uh, the car rolling uh, you mess with the turning circles so there's so many things that you affect when you put those pressures if you want a wider track it is safer to go with offset rims than spacers however they still both have an effect on how your parts wear or your suspension parts will wear because wider track means you change your turning circle you change you completely alter the forces that are going to which wheel when you're turning so all these things you have to understand before you go and say you know i want to raise my car how does it affect my safety how does it affect me financially because you might save that sum but then keep changing another part that is more costly generally lower is safer for you but for off road off road vehicles maybe it would be different but for road vehicles which uh, is the uh, field that i'm more familiar with lower is better because lower means more stability uh, wider is better too 
But being better safety-wise does not mean it's better cost-wise. The best balance that your car has is the one that the manufacturer set it in. Because they do all this testing, they do consumption testing, they do they, they try to reduce weight, they do cornering and handling testing and they refine the cars in those dimensions. Once you change any of those, those dimensions, no, it will cost you, so be ready for it. And secondly, understand what it does to your, to your, uh, how it affects your safety. Only do it if necessary, because again, if you're going to race your car and you have to lower it, maybe you feel it's necessary. But also note that once you lower your car, other parts will suffer. Your droplings will start breaking. Your, I mean, there's so many things that happen. So yeah, that, that is something I wanted to clarify. And for most car users, because again, 99% of people who own cars are not interested in racing anyone. So for the general population, if you want a high car, it is safer to buy a high car than to buy a car and start lifting it. If you want a low car, well, just go for that lower car. If you want a car that can handle off-road, stop buying a fielder and trying to, you know, force it to carry more load and, and handle bumps like a Prado. Yes, you might get it there technically, but you might miss a lot of other things while getting it there. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to add to that debate. All right. Thanks so much. Oh, and something else. Um... Sorry. Sorry, Kelvin. Sorry, Kelvin. Something else. Tires, the same. Uh, people have to understand that tires are your first line of braking. When you press that uh, brake pedal and your calipers, your, your pads try to stop the wheel, what keeps the wheel going is the tires. If you have bad tires, expired tires, you know, uh, bad quality tires, uh, worn out tires, it affects braking. And you know, if you're moving and you can't stop, uh, that's very dangerous. So yeah, pay, pay a lot of attention to tires. Uh, having the right tires, I see a lot of people, especially with new cars that come with winter tires. And uh, you try to explain to them that these tires are actually dangerous to run in a hot country on hot tarmac. And they're like, ah, it's, it's very important to understand that tires are your first line of defense. If you've got the wrong tires, you just, you know, even leave alone insurance not compensating you fully. It's avoiding that accident altogether because a lot of people there and other people because their tires are worn out, especially when it drizzles. You get a lot of rare ending, like Kenari, after going to after Limuru. Because guys are just driving, not even high speeds, but when you need your car to stop, your tire lets you down. So you're in an accident, you're in an accident that, you know, you're complaining insurance are not compensating you fully because they looked at the tires, while you should not have been in that accident in the first place if you had better tires. Okay, thank you so much, MPG. For peace sake, kindly, uh, you'll be the last one to speak on this session. I want you to speak just for the... Take it five minutes. For peace sake. All right, Asante. And uh, mine is actually going to be almost repetitive because uh, I had uh, MPG mention something about uh, how cars are getting imported today. Um, I don't know whether you guys have realized there's like a common trend by exporters to bring in cars uh, with uh, snow tires. And that mostly it happens during what time of uh, the month uh, or what time of the year uh, we are shipping cars. And you'll notice this. So for example, we are going into January and this is uh, generally a snowy time 
in most of the countries that we import from. So that would be the UKs and the and the Japans. Uh, exporters have made it a shortcut. At the point when that car was uh, leaving ownership in uh, Japan and UK, uh, probably the owner had uh, no tires of them, and they don't even change them. So yeah, na kuwekelea gari, the tires look new. Kila kitu anakuwekelea gari kwa meli. You buy your car, and uh, your car is on snow tires. Again, like uh, MPG said, that really affects your driving. He said it. Uh, you know, your tires are your, you know, your first braking, you know, contact. Uh, aside from your braking system. So it's really important as you buy your cars, if, if it came with uh, snow tires, they might look new, but um, I, I tend to advise folks, I don't want you to change your tire immediately, Gary Mefika, that's an expense, uh, that's an, you know, another expense that you maybe had not calculated. You wanted new tires, your car came with new tires, not the right tires, but generally have that in mind that I'm driving on tires that are not meant for this country because we don't exp- uh, experience snow, that's one. And then uh, probably just a cheat code to the you know, China uh, versus European tires. Um, today, uh, Pirelli P0, for example, let's say I buy a, a high-end car and it comes with these performance tires. Um, I wouldn't call it as safe as you would want it because we don't, that tire was not built to be subjected on potholes, on rough roads, etc. And these are the roads that we <clears throat> probably are going to be using. So I would say, um, just to save your pocket, if you want to change tires, your Pirelli is not probably your best tire. It's a delicate tire, it's a delicate tire. And that's why you see guys riding on Nundus, etc. Because you are given a tire that is supposed to be used on uh, Smooth Road, Penyakina, Johnson, Wako. Uh, a tire that was supposed to be used on uh, proper, you know, well-built roads. Our roads are pretty uneven, at some point you'll be on Maram, at some point you'll be on Mad, etc. Um, you are not probably safer with, especially on uh, you know your performance tires, and uh, generally on the low and the, on the low profile category. Um, you are not uh, probably safe in a P0 or um, you know performance Michelin uh, tires uh, versus your Chinese tires. So just to save your wallet, uh, the next time you change, you don't necessarily need to go uh, for a you know a high-end tire. Kama unajua, you know, mfuko, trying to go for high-end tires. You are just as safe with, um, you know, with your Chinese tires. Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, thank you so much for Pete's sake. Uh, I, I want now to close that session at that, because uh, we have another topic that we have to ponder on. And uh, kindly, Bob, if you can hear me. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Kevo. Um, thank you for that. Um, guys, it's been real. Special Magari with uh, a lot of uh, stories. Uh, and, uh, a lot of, uh... um, so what you're going to be doing at this point is uh, one thing. There's going to be threads that will be following this conversation. You'll find Johnson, you'll find Saruni, you'll find Alasiri. Almost everyone who's a speaker here will have a thread after this space about something they've picked up and probably they wanted to cover. So the first thing, Naona to call, we're almost clocking 300 listeners here, and that's amazing. So what I'll be requesting you guys to do is, Manze, let's follow the speakers in this session because they'll be having tons and tons of wisdom before you come into the next space. The threads in will be just amazing things. So that's something. And then if you have any questions, if you have any questions, uh, I'm sure now Kevo will be hunting for questions in the session. So just use hashtag Magari and just tweet. Tweet using hashtag Magari. We'll pick the questions from wherever you are. DM any of the speakers. DM me, DM Kevo, DM any of the speakers with your questions. We'll be here to assist. In the meantime, um... We're now jumping gears and tunaingia watu ambao wanataka kwenda safari mrefu. And this is where we're finding Ruto and the gang coming in. So, um, Alex, uh, you uh, started something and started a vibe. I don't know if Alex, you can hear me. Alex, you in? The vibe. Unanipata? 
Alex? So, um, Alex and the crew started something about a trip all the way to Namibia, cruising around 400 and some, is it 4,000 kilometers all the way to Namibia? And the idea is to go with, uh, um, they say they will go with the normal cars, and here comes Ruto, he says he's ready with his 4x4s. And uh, so we just want to have a conversation of where we are and probably are we really gearing up for this and uh, what's really getting into our minds when we talk about Namibia? Is it something we can actualize? Do we start looking at shorter trips to try probably test ourselves and see if we can be able to do this? And uh, if yes, what are we proposing in this so that unajuata watu wakienda mbio wanaanzaga practice mapemba. So probably this is where Bundu Rovers, Gecko Expeditions and uh, such like, this is where they'll be coming in. So Ruto, probably now just point us in the direction of going to the trips. What are these things? The last time we had uh, guys like in Alasiri talking about Comesa yellow cards uh, the, and uh, such like, but uh, there is now the aspect of uh, when we leave Kenya and when we are going all the way to Namibia, one, uh, do we probably start looking for point people in all of these countries so that we can be able to access these countries? What are we planning towards this? And uh, does anybody have a pointer towards that direction as we are looking at leaving the country? Ruto? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, now, um, how I would tackle such a trip Personally, uh, we were planning with a few friends in the Pajero community to go to Cape Town around 2025. But this Namibia trip sounds really exciting. I mean, I mean we might as well just shelve the Cape Town one or do it some other time. Uh, we'll see. But what we were doing, what the route that we were planning, uh, the, the planning that we were making was first of all to the vehicles because breaking down uh, some few countries away from home can be a nightmare. So the idea would be for us to prepare our vehicles, to make sure we know our vehicles, so to, to replace worn out parts. People have different vehicles uh, with, at, with different ages. Kuna mwingine ikona 30-year-old vehicle, kuna mwenye ikona seven-year vehicle, you know, also different makes and models. So it will be very important that uh, guys prepare their vehicles, understand their vehicles, and uh, then the route, I'm sure uh, there'll be organizers who will be appointed or who who are already there, who will be planning the logistics of uh, the requirements of crossing borders, uh, the certificate, yellow certificate, the canet de passage uh, document from AA, such things. There'll be, there should be people who'll be now looking into that and looking at an approximate budget that people should uh, plan for or save for. Okay. Um, then I guess the Organizers were pange pandeyao. Now, kilamse ya pande ajipange kiviake vile gariake itafikisho. And I believe it's doable. Why? Because you most of that road is tarmac, other than a few areas in Zambia, which probably might be tarmacked or repaired by now. There are many big towns along the way. 
and uh, help uh, accommodation uh, lodging food and uh, such like zitapatikana but in terms of vehicle wewe unataka kwenda na gari fulani you need to know in case i need a certain part in a certain country what are the chances of me getting that part or expertise okay mm, a garage or a mech who can help me sort that issue there are some common brands of there are, there are certain uh, common uh, brands of vehicles that are found everywhere in, in africa but there are certain vehicles which it will be a bit tough getting help in terms of parts or service sasa hapo mtu unafaa ujue gari yako ni ina gani na itawezekana wewe kupata usaidizi and then you do your research um where will be the nearest place to source the part from if you break down in zambia are you going to source the part from south africa or from kenya or which country would be will have a dealership or will have stock of that part the only issue me i'll be a bit jittery about takona wasiwasi kidogo ni gari tu kwa ribeka uh, because karibika inamaanisha either convoy itasimama ama wewe utaachwa um, but for me personally the people i've traveled with we never leave any man behind that is our philosophy if somebody has a problem we make sure that we stay with him until he's sorted okay until help arrives or we we are able to sort out his issue we never leave anyone behind hata kama ni mbali aje because anyone anaweza kuwa na shida eh anaweza tokea na shida whether it's a vehicle issue whether it's a health issue whether it's anything okay yeah uh, as we other speakers speak i'll be gathering my thoughts about uh, planning for the trip okay and the other thing is for me i always carry i i know which parts i need which parts are likely to break down uh, in my car which parts are likely to be replaced so i always carry them in my car because one thing i learned is you're more likely to not find a part in a certain place but kupata mse mwenye anaweza kusaidia kutengeneza ni rahisi for instance unaweza kuwa battery yako inaenda flat and then somebody comes along their car akupate uko stranded akuulize naweza kusaidiaje oh battery go down uko na jumpers nikusaidie no uh, you don't have unfortunately that person also doesn't have so where does that leave you okay if it's uh, a spare wheel if it's uh, oil that uh, you need you might for some reason find that you've hit your sump guard or your your transmission gear gearbox you've leaked oil you need to have carried some oil to top up you know some and some things to fix that to, to do that bush repair to allow you to proceed to the next to the nearest um, next nearest um, guys um place to get help Um, okay, okay. I have had somebody speaking. Just a minute. Um, thank you, Ruto, for that insight. And uh, just on that note, I'll be coming back to you, Ruto, with a question of now that you have that experience on that side, do you think an Audi A4 
would be able to take the trip all the way down there and back? That is a question that I'll be seeking an answer to you from. Uh, um, in the meantime, I had somebody speak. Um, so yeah, uh, um, probably. I need to jump off real quick. So I'm just going to underline uh, two issues to note. Um, I'm not able to make that trip this year because I have other projects, but maybe next year I can jump on. But one of the most important things to do when you are traveling outside the country, I think I'll mention three. The first one is you have you need to have the car in your name so that uh, the insurance is valid uh, even as you go and add on other risks uh, when you're going out of the country. You need to get your commercial insurance. You need to plan your route and see the inclusions and exclusions. So that is uh, number two. Number three, you need to review the scope of cover you need as you travel to and fro. Um, you may not be able to get your full comprehensive benefits as you go down. So you need to really review. I will be posting not tomorrow, but the day after to my TL on what kind of insurance you need to go all the way to Namibia and back and what would be appropriate. I'll, I'll share the, as much information as I can with guys. I invite guys to ask me questions so that when you go down, you know what is covered and what is not covered. Different countries have different um, requirements for that. Uh, the other thing is, I know the crew will be stopping to uh, help one another, but as you do that, it is very important for you to get AA affiliate insurances as you go down um, or any other road rescue packages that you can get along the way. This is important because sometimes when you go down on a long trip like this, uh, it is uh, very important to realize that even if your car is in tip-top shape, you may go down um, and your car might come back or might need to come back on a flatbed. So you, uh, I will also share, I'll do some more research on what um, you know kind of uh, road rescue packages you can get as you go down and up because I think I saw um, a, a route plan and therefore I can be able to share just what sort of uh, packages you need down there. So those are the things I'll be covering on my uh, uh, threads uh, this week. So watch out for them. But those are the key things that I think everyone who intends to go on the trip uh, needs to have. The car should be in your name. The, the, the logbook should be your name. You need to travel with your logbook down because of uh, border clearance. Uh, you need to clarify on uh, the scope of cover different countries have different uh, inclusions and exclusions and then you need to have your road rescue package in order so that in case you really have a jam and you need your car back in Kenya in whichever way if you can hitch a ride with other guys who are going down with you and your car will be brought back to, to base so those are things I thought to base so those are things I thought you we would cover real quick and fast and then um, uh, I will cover those on my TL um, on with the threads. And then if any questions come up, you can send me a DM and I can, I can be able to answer specific questions. Thank you.
thank you thank you so much um so the, the um, uh, just uh, to uh, in the interest of time there was something that uh, alex alex i don't know if you're here now and if you can hear me yes yes alex um uh, recently we were going through your timeline and there's something you mentioned to do with uh, audi a4 so there was an audi a4 probably I'll just take you through the genesis of this there was an audi a4 that uh, alex um being that he's uh, also into the trip is uh, proposing that he'll be picking an audi a4 and uh, this a4 will be built or rather the whole aspect of uh, it's a repossessed car so at ayamsha and then ataifanyia zile vitu wanafanya kwa build and stuff and then after they've done everything the car will be moving all the way to namibia and we'll have autographs and such so uh, uh alex just probably take us through the whole process of what you're thinking and what is here's really going on so, in the Arabia challenge? Okay, so here's what, um, just as Wakilia said, for, for any trip above 500 kilometers, um, you sort of have to know your car. How do you know your car? Uh, one, unafaa kujua kufungua migu, yoni obvious. Um, you need to know what we call a jack point, so that when you're jacking your car, it doesn't, like, you need to know basic maintenance. In theory, you can service your own car with your own money. What are you saying? If you're in Zambia, then your car overheats. You can't change your brakes. You can't. You can't bleed your. Uh, you can't bleed your um, radiator and things like that. For any long journey, you. To be truly honest, if assuming at a time we are 20 cars and one of us asimame, we'll have to stop all of us, fix that issue, or we park your vehicle at some police station and keep going. Issues come up, but it's only fair. Uh, we known unknowns and unknowns unknowns. It's only fair that we have non unknowns. If something happens, we are able to fix it, or we at least know how do we fix it. Dio, Gary, overheat. We don't know what to do. We are all in limbo. You don't understand your car and things like that. So, where does the Audi come in? Audi comes in whereby we giving people a platform for for them to a car for free, right? We, we we pick an Audi A4, we take it to MPG, and MPG are nice enough to if guys want to learn about these vehicles, because regardless of the vehicle you have, ukwena Range Rover, ukwena Toyota, ukwena Tata, ukwena Suzuki, the basics is the same, the semantics is the same, power comes from the engine to your gearbox, your wheels, cooling comes from your radiator and whatnot. By spoiling or by knowing how the Audi works, more often than not, you'll have up to a 70% chance of knowing how your vehicle will work so the audi is, is an idea why we buy the car uh we fix the car and by fixing we are able to make threads masema well gariaki overheat this is what happens ini garinya tutatawa kila kitu engine mpg watatawa waseme munasikinga head gasset this is it this is the fail uh, these are the fail points this is how to replace it this is the things to check gariaki kona issue this is thermostat if you need a first aid, this is what you remove. Gariako in overheat, this is what to check, this is what not to check. All of us are not ready, or I am not ready to offer my car to be spoiled. Na, nataka kukwena some sort of ownership from everyone, kusema, nililipa 30 bob uh, for that Audi. 30 bob is it's a smoky, it's an egg. But th- what what is the 30 bob giving you? It's giving you sort of free education for your car. So the challenge in theory is, before we go down to, to, to Namibia, or before we do our small Ricky, uh, we need to, to set up uh, for guys to understand uh, what happens. 
does it make sense totally bro totally okay it makes sense right yeah so yep yeah so for guys to invest 30 bob and then what are you getting in return one for us the sarunis mimi mpg um mateja all these guys will do threads uh we are, even photographers we are able to sort of have a common platform and you say kuliza yo gari yangu ile overheat how do i learn about radiators kuna audi iko hapa my doors are open come see it right aya before even the trip we do a i mean nine is a very it's very far atwezi amka tunatwende we'll do three uh we'll do uh we'll do kitale we'll do mombasa we'll do uh we'll do tukana and we'll do moyale kazi ya riki ni nini kazi ya riki ni for any car 500 kilometers you a breaking point if you can push your car above 500 kilometers and you can issue a video and you know your video is weak you know your brakes are weak and things like that so by pushing by doing this riki um it's sort of allowing us to understand our vehicles it's allowing us to sort of know if something might break what will it be my video is bad I've done a thousand kilometers in my break twice. When you're going to Namibia, you'll need a few CV joints in your boot. For a thousand kilometers, how much did I spend on fuel? That will also assist whoever is going down on planning, especially when it comes to money. Um, these countries apparently fuel is cheaper than Kenya, which is good. But when you're doing the calculation, we'll do it according to Kenyan rates. Go to seek Namibia, mafuta ipande, then to Mekwama. So the whole point of Now I I'll be going back and forth with Namibia and the Audi. The Audi just a proof of concept come cars are not hard. Right? Uh recently to Leona Thread, I'm say alipeleka gari sijui fanywe nini, akapewa bills, sijui fanywe 1000 things are not done right. So this is this is the sort of um option that we are trying to kutoa. Whereby ukipeleka gari garage ukisema yo, my diff is bad, check this and this and this and this, right? So, so that you 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 able to get this information or you're able to know what your car is doing and if there's any misbehavior gari yako ikohoa unaweza pinpoint kusema well gari yangu imeoverheat more than not is the radiator how do i check how can i check now the audi gives you a platform of checking the radiator without actually checking your own car because audi kichapa will spend 30 bob italala hapo will probably sell it to someone else and the money and to charity or something else So it's just giving everyone a platform to work on something or to learn on a car that's not theirs. Sort of it's sort of a freak bit around for better word. Yeah, that's mostly it. Awesome. So for only that Bob we're going to be doing an Audi challenge. So it's only that Bob uh, uh what Alex you didn't give us is the way of doing this. I am um, the last time we were seeing the thread about the same you were telling us Mali umefika so where are you at at the moment and where are we planning to get to how much is the car costing how much are we getting to go to uh, Alex Great. so the car is going for 250k kuna brokers that yep. said uh, around 50k uh, currently we are mm-hmm. at 20k we are a bit lacking but Uh we yes. are having a conversation with a few corporates that w- might yes. want to come on. I know corporates don't normally pay into people's pockets, but yes. it doesn't the the car will be registered under someone's name or a company name. Yes. That will be the company name and will be able to invest that. If they chip in 10k 20k 
and every company that chips in of course it have naming rights like it have total on the bonnet and, and and things like that so we are having a conversation with a few guys we bring in corporates when you talk about the better uh, but we'll try as much as possible doesn't even need to be the audi if you're the audi the better but if the finances don't go right we have two options we can return the money or we can get gari 100000 we just open it up tuifungue tufunge 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 adiles kuita work or adiles kwenye haita work but the whole point is we need to learn this business so where are we sending the money to and hiyo 20k watu wanatuma wapi because i want us to do right that right now as we speak tufanye hii kitu as we speak i hope you guys okay. all of us can be able to just yes baba unfortunately go ahead alex yes please uh, i don't think you, i don't know if that's okay alex yes no. that, that... yeah yeah it's fine unfortunately it's in a pay bill okay. uh, or or lipa na mpesa so it'll be going to my number and like like i've always done all be accounted for like the semayo this is all the collected these are all the people that sent and this is what it did itafika every every week i'll be updating nasema this is how much we have this is what we can get these are the snacks that we have this is the options that we are having yeah so what's the number uh it's up there 2445215 072 tusomee tutafadhali 44 Yes. 07244 52. 1 5 0724452115 115 so confirm it 0724452115 kwa vizuri Yeah, yeah 07244521115 5211115 Yes. The of this is MPG is already on board. They are willing to do the yes. the car for us for free. Well, of course we'll buy parts. Yes. But like you bring the car over. We are willing to have a few guys over. I mean with reason we can't have 100 100 people at his workshop like five guys every so often just to check when you're willing to learn you just say mama pema like you weekend iko free can i come in uh, monday iko free can i come ita kwa corner mpg will have the whole hood for their own marketing but they'll be doing the labor for us and so that will be where the vehicle be best so mpg actually are really 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 good with anything german you joke about um mura being the hitler hitler of, of kenyan guys so guys that are into vag uh of course we usually say going to check engine and what not but just pop in see what they the reason why we are partnering with these people is we've seen what they are doing and they are also ready to pick the cause uh, anyone manyama at mpg cause that alipo breakfast and um, the mura is really really nice like he's always willing to kukwambia yo this is what's happening this is what you can do he's always ready to advise at anyone manyama mdm like he's a he's a good soul so if this, all these brands come on board 
uh, will be able to actually get the car for next to nothing. We'll be able to fix it for next to nothing. And all the people that are interested in cars, they're able to learn off guys like MPG. You see, MPG, these are professional mechanics. It's not like what come CCC in Weekend Warriors. So with that, we are able to understand what, what's sort of going on. So yeah, so just a quick reminder to everyone in the group. I see we are almost 250. As in, uh, as just before you leave, uh, the 30 Bob challenge is just ideally, you're chipping in into a project that is ideally going to be an educative content. It's going to be a content or a, a project that you can always refer to. You have naming rights to the project and it's only at 30 Bob. The number is 0724-452-115. We'll be sending the cash to Alex. So the number will be showing or rather the name on your side will be Alex Mwanzo. Once it's received, Alex has committed to be regularly updating on this so that you know where we are and probably when the corporates come in and when, if, actually, we're not just saying when, if you're here and you want to even get into the project on a bigger scale, DM Alex, let's have this conversation on a bigger scale because that's a very uh, great uh, idea, I would say, that we have a project car that we are building this is the car Twitter fraternity, and uh, I would say it's a it's an amazing idea. And it's only that, Bob. Alex Ali any smoky. Imagine doing smoky at thirty, Bob. Ideally, that's how Alex put it. So with only the thirty, Bob, uh, just sending through to the number zero seven two four um, four. If are you if you're going through your impress as we speak, it's zero seven two four four five two one one five. Send it to Alex Manzo. Alex, keep us updating regularly about the status of this project. Property at updates as we speak, what was in Africa, I'm sure guys are sending. Yeah, Nikati Bobtu, not if you want to say it, it doesn't really hurt. Um, thank you so much, Alex. I'll just